Hey, what is up? Happy New Year. Welcome to Dapper Dividends number 74. Happy New Year. <laughs> That's my crowd. Thank you, thank you, everybody. All right, shut up now. Hey, what's going on? Thanks for coming back. Thanks for hanging with me for just a little bit. And it is New Year. Today is New Year's Day 2021. A whole new year, new chances. You know, it's it's funny. It's it's just on the calendar because honestly, not a whole lot has changed since yesterday. It's not like there's some magical reset button, but it is nice. It's a nice frame of mind to go forward and people like to use this day as a new beginning of sorts. And I the only New Year's resolution I had is what I did my YouTube video on is that I am going to say I am instead of I am trying more because I was talking to somebody uh, and I said, I'm trying to be a YouTuber, but that didn't sound right. And I said, man, you know what? No more. I'm going to say I am a YouTuber. I am doing things. Don't try to stop eating too much or smoking or say I'm going to, or I'm trying to work out. No, say I do work out. I do exercise. I do eat healthy. Just as if somebody asked you, if you sniff glue, if you do, I would say, stop it. It's bad for you. But for all the rest of us who don't, you wouldn't say, I'm trying not to sniff glue. I'm trying to stop sniffing glue. You would just say, I don't sniff glue and we don't sniff glue around here. So highly recommend you do stop that. If that is you, please, please, please stop sniffing glue. I'll even say it ASMR style. Let me turn up the volume here. Hold on. Please stop sniffing glue. We want the best for you. That's the weirdest stuff that ASMR. Sometimes I look at it on on YouTube and I think I could do that, right? You just have to whisper into the microphone. I don't get it. Supposedly it gives people the tinglies and uh, audio sensation. I I get it, but I don't get it, if that makes any sense. So yeah, what's going on? It's It's been a week and it's busy, busy for me at work. I did work last night. I got a call around 7.30 and I didn't get home till 11.30. Uh, just before midnight, we had a few, uh, my brother-in-law over, or not, yeah, my brother-in-law, my, my wife's brother. And, you know, it's okay. Yeah, I missed time. But I spent all day today with my kids and I got the weekend and it's, as I looked at it, yeah, it sucks, but I get paid time and three quarter and I am working toward a goal. We have a goal that I am working toward and every dollar that I earn gets me one more closer to that goal. It's still a little bit ways off in the distance, but I am committed and laser focused. I am so purposeful with my time, energy, and money working to get to that goal because I know what's on the horizon and I know what I want and we, what we want. So that's what we're doing. That's why I did it. And as I told my daughter, I said, this is something I want them to see is that I am going to work. And my boss is at a new year's Eve party somewhere, get together or wherever he's at. The The point is that he's not going, I'm going and I am making him money Yes, I'm getting paid, but he's also going to get paid too. And he is doing nothing additional other than what he's normally doing. I'm the one that's wasting my time, not wasting, I'm trading, I'm selling my time to, to make more money. 
And the whole name of the game is trying to focus on A, being your own boss, and B, especially in a way that is passive, whether that's online stores or dividend income, anything that you can do to bring money in passively is the best with the minimal amount of work required after you put in the initial work. So with dividends, I worked last night, I sold my time, I'm going to get some of that money. Some of that money I get, I am going to buy dividend stocks with. And what that will do is hopefully I've pegged certain companies that I'm going to talk about, a few here, that they will keep paying me growing dividends that I will not have to work for anymore. I put the money, I put the time and effort and sweat equity in to get those dollars. Now I'm going to use a portion of those dollars to keep growing and replicating and giving me income that I don't have to do anything for. And that is what we should be working for. Because as Warren Buffett said, if you don't learn to make money while you sleep, you will work until you die. And I don't know about you, but I don't want to work until I die. So whatever you can do, spend less than you earn, save and invest the rest in something you understand. Hopefully you understand a little bit about dividends. And if you don't, man, commission-free trading, there are easy v, ticker symbol VTI, ticker symbol VOO. Those are definitely two easy hands-off ETFs that you can put your money into right now. You buy the whole market, <clears throat> you still receive dividends. Easy peasy. You do pay a small expense fee a ratio, uh, but it doesn't matter. I mean, it's it's almost negligible for how hands-off it is and you're still going to get dividends coming in and that your money's going to grow. That that should be it. You should strive to not work for a boss, but be the boss. And that's what we're doing. That's what I'm trying to teach my kids. So I used last night to show them, hey, I wasn't serious about this stuff until I was older uh, a few years ago. Don't do it. Don't get sucked into the game of thinking you have to work for somebody. I was never told, and I know we've, we've talked about this, that I don't understand why somebody didn't explain to me. My grandparents, they meant well. They were raised through the Great Depression. They told me, go to college. I went to the Navy. They said, go to college, get a good job with a pension, and then you save 10%. They never taught me the difference between saving and investing and what that meant. They just said, save 10% of your paycheck. So I figured, okay, in a savings account, but how? How do you do that? You Before, after? Nobody ever told me any of that. So I grew up and most of my adult life, we just worked. I had kids and didn't really pay attention to what was going into my 401k even. I think I had it at 3% for years and years, which is uh, such a wasted opportunity. It's better than nothing. And I can't get that time back, but that's okay. That's okay. The best time to do something was yesterday. The second best time to do something is today. And just start. <laughs> there it is. Just start. Take it one day at a time. Have a goal. Chunk it down into months, days, whatever that is, to allow you small victories, small little milestones to achieve. Uh, in paying down my mortgage, $1,000 is always my next goal. Now, it seems monumental from where I started, but honestly, that's always my next goal If to hit that next $1,000 mark. And then as soon as I get it down, I'm looking at the next $1,000 to get it down. So just constant game of me trying to 
every week, almost every day, I pay something toward the mortgage because I'm it's my game, like it's my goal, just that next thousand dollars. And if it's you have any debt like that, you know, I agree with Dave Ramsey. They talk about the snowball starting with the smallest debt because they talk about it's all about momentum and not paying off the highest debt. You're still paying the minimums to all of your debts, but you want to attack the smallest debt first so you can chop that one and done it, get it done, gone out of your life. And then you move on to the next smallest debt and you just work your way up the ladder and you don't keep accruing more debt. But as you're working your way up, you still pay the minimum to all the other ones. Anyway, let's talk about uh, something here. Oh, one real cool thing is I, uh, I'll talk about it. The spotlight effect. The spotlight effect is a cognitive bias that a lot of people don't think that they have. So the, the spotlight effect is you're overestimating how much people notice how you look and act. And basically, most people are more concerned about themselves uh, than they are about you. And they people generally want to like and get along with you as long as it gives them um, recognition or, or validation too. So to get over this, instead of worrying about how you're going to be judged by other people, consider how others, consider how you make others feel. People will, will remember this much more. And if we all did this, we would make the world a better place. So the spotlight effect is you overestimating how much people are judging you and looking at you and turn it around. Just think, how are my thoughts, uh, how are my words and actions making other people feel? Take a sip here. Hold on a second. Hold on. Oh, that's good. <clears throat> I did not work today. It's New Year's New Year's Day. Happy New Year's, everybody. So my stock pick for the week, I was researching and last week I came close to buying uh, Virgin Galactic, ticker symbol SPCE. I believe. And I, there was a few others. There's an ETF, you know, so I was researching exposure to outer space. Like my father-in-law is real big into space travel, the rocket ships. And I think it's cool. I think that, um, spatial tourism is going to be coming soon. People, it's just a matter of time before people get to go into outer space on a, just for fun. Whatever it is, a couple hundred thousand dollars, it'll be expensive to start off. But more and more, it's going to just be something people do. They travel in outer space. And I wanted to, I want exposure into that. So I was doing a little research to see what I could find. And I kept coming back. And it's a little, it's defensive, but it's Lockheed Martin, ticker symbol LMT. Now, they are and have been involved with the U.S. space program, but there is obviously much more competition coming uh, into the space, into the segment. One thing that Lockheed did is they acquired Rocketdyne for $4.4 billion. They are rocket propulsion, uh, obviously, <laughs> Rocketdyne. So they Rocketdyne builds the rockets that... Lockheed Martin uses on their deep space shuttle. How cool is that to be invested in a company that has builds deep space shuttles and to get fantastic dividends from it, as we'll see here in a second. Now, <clears throat> Lockheed Martin, uh, 
did sign a few billion dollars worth of new contracts with the U.S. Navy and the U.S. Army. They are trading currently at 15.1 times earnings. And for point of reference, the industry is at 31.2 times earnings and the market is 20.1 times earnings. So Lockheed is substantially, they are less than half of the industry that they are in. Fantastic opportunity, I think. They, they're $354 a share, I believe. I actually didn't write that down, but I think I remember. No, I didn't write that down. Uh, $354, it is a little bit expensive in that regard when you compare it to other things. But compared to itself, compared to its earnings, it's cheap. It's a cheap stock. And this is why I say you cannot just look at price. Price does not tell the whole story. Lockheed Martin, in my opinion, is cheap at $354. I think they have a fair value well over uh, $400. And a company could be $8, maybe Aurora Cannabis. They're probably overvalued at eight bucks. You could have a company that's $1 and grossly overvalued if they have no profit, no earnings, and a slew of debt. <clears throat> so you cannot just look at price. It does not tell you it is an incomplete number when talking about stocks. The They're a $99 billion market cap, so they're, they're sizable. Uh, most people do know Lockheed Martin. Uh, jets, they make a lot of defense and, and aerospace, which is what I want exposure to. Not so much the defense. That's always good because there's always going to be money budgeted toward that. Now, one thing to keep in mind is with the Biden administration coming in, will they cut some of the funding, some of the defense spending? It's possible, but I think that Lockheed is just diversified enough that it's not really going to affect them that terribly much because the last 10 years, where's my note here? I didn't get to this, but yeah, the last 10 years, they have grown their dividend by 15% and their earnings have grown 17.9% the past five years. So you get uh, a little bit of the, the Obama administration years in there. They, uh, yeah, 17.9% earnings growth the past five years. That is just solid. That's really good. 10%, 10 10.2% the last year when everybody else was done, they just didn't miss a beat. They, they shrunk a little bit, but overall to have 10% earnings over the last year, earnings growth, I'll take it. Uh, the dividend is currently 2.94%. Yeah. It stinks that it's under 3%. It would be nice if you could get it over 3%, but that's close enough. In my opinion, the payout ratio is about 42% of earnings. That is a very nice number. They do have a great balance sheet. They have some debt, but almost all of that debt is long-term. And they are headed for their 20th consecutive double-digit dividend increase, which I believe they obviously are going to hit. Uh, so as I look at that, a 42% uh, payout is a nice balance between paying dividends to shareholders and retaining enough earnings to invest in future growth. That's the problem with companies. There's always that balance, right? Companies that are growing like Starbucks, they don't have a real high payout ratio because they're trying to use that money to grow the company and keep growing. But there's, you get to a point 
like AT&T, like Johnson and Johnson that yes, they're still growing, but some of these come Pepsi is a good one. Pepsi doesn't really have much growth potential, but they have a flood. They have an absolute horde of money that keeps coming in. So instead of that money sitting around and stagnating or being used for risky acquisitions that may cost them in the future, they're instead returning most of that money to the shareholders. Altria uh, is a company that does this. I like to see that. They Lockheed Martin still has plenty of cash left to grow the company, which makes me want to invest in them. And I may do it this week. We'll see. I may take a chunk and buy. I don't like buying slices and half shares. That's okay for my kids. But for me, man, it's just the way I do it. It's just the way I roll. It's got to be a whole share or nothing. So I may just bite the bullet and grab a whole share of Lockheed. The free cash flow payout is only 44%. That's more of an important number for me. Again, 42% of earnings, 44% of free cash flow. That dividend is covered both by profit and cash flow. And the dividend has grown 15% per year the last 10 years. Very stout, solid, stable, steady, growing EPS and dividends consistently. Lockheed Martin, I like them. One more number to point out is the interest coverage ratio. Can they pay the interest on the debt? One minute here. <clears throat> yeah, so I'm getting over some allergies or something. If you follow my YouTube. So I'm doing the 365-day challenge. Every day for a year, I'm doing a YouTube video every day. So if you miss me here, I'm only doing this on Friday night which is fine. Do a little bit of a weekly recap, roundup portfolio, give you a stock I'm looking at for the next week. And last week's was Cisco, which I did buy. We'll get to that in a second. But the interest coverage ratio, can they pay? Are they making enough to pay the interest? What is the coverage? So they have an ICR of 14.73. That means they have $14.73 available for every $1 of interest. <laughs> that's a that's fantastic. Benjamin Graham looked for I think it was 5. He wanted at least $5 available to pay every $1 of interest. And the reason is because if something happens they they have a hiccup, they have a bump in the road and they don't have the proper earnings that are coming in, well if that dips, you never, if the, if the debt is more than you have available to pay it, the interest on the debt, I mean, then you're going to have to get that money from somewhere. And if you have a dividend company you're invested in, they're probably going to cut the dividend and start directing more funds into being able to pay the interest on the debt. So I, I really like to look for companies over seven with an ICR, an interest coverage ratio over seven. And they double that. They got they're no they're almost at fifteen dollars of of money available for every one dollar of uh interest on the debt. So no problem there. Lockheed Martin, ticker symbol LMT, definitely think about them. I know I am and I may just buy a share this week if they tickle my fancy. And we'll get to the bridge account. 
There was no dividends in the bridge account. Now the bridge account is the one that I started a few years ago and it is going to bridge the gap and have money coming to us between when my work becomes optional if I keep working and when I'm able to take money penalty free out of the the IRAs <clears throat> and the 401k's that's 59 and a half years old here in the United States no dividends received I did have one sale I sold two shares of Honda Motors because I'm up 9.27%. They don't really grow a lot. They don't do a lot. And it just, I want to have exposure to foreign companies. But with the ADRs, there's better ways I think I might be going about this. It really killed it because on those two shares, I wanted to do an example for one of my YouTube videos. And I received 36 cents total on those two shares. And five cents of that I had to pay as foreign tax, which was four cents, and one cent was the ADR management fee. So that knocked the 36 cent dividend down to 31 cents, which it's not a killer. It's not a deal breaker, but it's just something to be aware of. Nestle has this. If you see ADR at the end, like NEO is an ADR, an American depository receipt, there's going to be a management fee that you're going to have to pay for that. But I decided to get out of Honda. I had just the two shares. I'll find something else to that that is a little bit easier and I don't have to deal with the ADR fees. So I sold the two shares at 28.22, which was almost a 10% gain. Now I did lose. If I take the so the dividends also with the ADRs can be spotty because of the foreign currency exchange rate. They are in Japan, Honda Motors. They Last, the, the most recent dividend was 14 and a half cents. The one before that was eight cents before the, the, and then the two before that were basically 20 cents. One was 20 and a half and one was 0.207. So yeah, they, uh, it's spotty. It's not real consistent. You don't know what it's going to be. It might be good some quarters and then others, it, it depending on the exchange rate, it's, I just decided to get out and yeah, it, it was a, a short term capital gain on that, which is fine. Fine by me. So I'm tired. I stayed up late last night. Can you hear it in my voice? We were up till I think two 30, which for me is late. My kids stayed up and I'm dragging today. I'm tired, but I don't care. I want to do this for you guys. We're getting it out, getting the info out because it's Friday night. And what did I buy? Only three buys. I bought one share of Cisco, which I said I was going to do. Only one little lonely share of Cisco at $44.99. They do pay $1.44 annually. Oh, I didn't do the dividend yields. Oh, well, you're going to have to figure it out yourself. You can uh, you can take the 1.44 divided by 44.99, multiply it by 100, and that's your yield. So whatever that number is, that's what it is. And I bought a share of Pepsi at $147.25. That's my 29th share of Pepsi. I am doing one a week because they are a dividend giant and I want more of their income streams. And when I hit 100, I'm going to start selling covered calls on those, but very gingerly covered calls that probably won't hit. 
And if they did, I would just buy back in just for some added income. So I have a whole strategy, but the blue, big blue chips like that, fantastic premiums on the, on the covered calls that you can sell. And that pays $4.09 annually in dividend income. And then with the two shares that I sold of Honda, I bought one share almost exactly from what I got from the proceeds of Verizon at $58.49, ticker symbol VZ. They pay $2.50 annually. I believe they are a 2.54, I think, billion dollar market cap compared to AT&T, who is 2.04. Now, AT&T has a bit more debt than Verizon. It's, you know, those are the two that people usually pit against each other. I have both. I do have both, but I need more exposure to Verizon because it's just good to diversify, I think, amongst uh, two of the giants. And that's pretty much all I bought. So my annual, that added $8.03, but subtracting the $1.28 I lost from Honda gives me an overall gain of $6.75 of annual added dividend income. So that bridge account is at $1,766.67 a year, $147 a month, $33.97 a week, $4.84 $4.84 a day coming up on that five. And I did eclipse the 20 cents an hour. Very nice. 0.2017 cents an hour. So I'm making 20 cents an hour on the bridge account every hour, all day long. Now the self-directed IRA, which I started, it's been percolating. I have a few call options playing out there. I did sell a cash secured put from AT&T. Now that does expire on the 8th. So my thought process here, and hopefully it works out, is that heading into a dividend, the next dividend date, the price usually goes up because people keep buying to get in before the ex-dividend date. So you have to buy AT&T by January 8th to be ordered in order to qualify for the dividend. So that's the day I bought the contract expires. For it's a $28.50 put that I sold that for 39 cents a share or $39. It's now worth $50, so I'm down 11 bucks on it. But if ATT is over $29 uh, a share, say on like Wednesday or Thursday, I'm probably going to buy the contract back. I might only make 5, 10, 15 bucks on it. But still, the point is, is that I want to buy it back and control those shares before the ex dividend date so I can to make sure somebody doesn't call it away cuz if it's around 2850 then they can execute that and make sure that they control the shares on the ex dividend date because if that contract is still open on the 8th well I still control those shares so I will collect the dividend so it's going to be a game so if whoever holds that contract wants to buy it back they'll probably do it on Thursday Uh, afternoon or Thursday evening. So my goal in here is to make a decision by Thursday morning if I'm going to buy that contract back or not. And we'll see. I'll let you know how that goes. And I did buy a contract back, a Altria. I bought the $43 covered call contract I sold. It expired on New Year's Eve on 1231. And I, I bought it back the 
day or I think on Wednesday I bought it back and I paid $2 for it. I sold it for 42. I bought it back for two. I made $40 there to close it out and I'll probably sell another one next week. And that's it. So we'll see what happens. And you know what? I'm going to end this here. And song of the show, we'll get into real quick. Follow me on Twitter at RustyRam78. And I'm tired, man. You know what? Screw it. Well, (laughs) you know all that stuff. YouTube, Dapper Dividends, Twitter, hit me up. We'll talk. We'll chat. And the song of the show, not much to say, is pretty (laughs) pretty poison. Catch me. I'm falling. Catch me. I'm falling. Good song. I like it. Reminds me of being a kid, roller skating. Did you ever go roller skating? I love roller skating. Pretty Poison, Catch Me, I'm Falling. Find it on YouTube, the Daffer, (laughs) Daffer, I got to go to bed. Dapper Dividends playlist. And it's all the songs that I like from the songs of the show. Check that out. Let me know. Let me hear you. And also on YouTube, do me a big old favor. Like and subscribe. I'm trying to hit a thousand. I hit a bit of a lull here around the 882 mark. I keep gaining a few and losing a few. So somebody's yo-yoing me around. I don't know. Like and subscribe if you haven't. If you're listening to this, please, I implore you, go to YouTube. I'm doing the 365-day challenge. One video a day, every day. Some little bit of wisdom, daily knowledge drop, I call it. Anything that can help anybody in any way, shape, or form, I'm putting it out there every day. And I'm also given a stock that I like to look at that I think is undervalued. And uh, guess what? Uh, Probably be talking about Lockheed Martin tomorrow. So check that out. Check me out everywhere. Let me hear you. And I will, uh, I love you guys. I thank you for listening. And I will talk to you next week.